0: Welcome to the Crypto for Newborns podcast, where we take baby steps around the block. I'm your host, Biff Laurie, and this is episode 40, part three, the final part of the series entitled Confessions of a Crypto Addict. Meeting this next man for the first time, let's call him Darren. One is immediately struck by his personability, intelligence, and sense of humor. Addiction? maybe to exercise or spending quality time with his family. But when the bedtime stories are read and the lights go out, Darren heads to the basement and loses himself in the digital hum of crypto mining rigs. Did it all become too much? Did he go cold turkey after his wife complained about outrageous electric bills? He did start a support group, Supporting the study, analysis, and passion for crypto. Yep, the crypto bug bit him hard. Hear Darren's story in his own words. My confession being a crypto addict by Darren. I first
1: read about Bitcoin in Wired magazine in November 2011. The article was titled, The Rise and Fall of Bitcoin. Wired follows the story of Bitcoin the virtual currency you can spend if it doesn't get stolen first. And this was hardly the most promising endorsement of our first cryptocurrency. Yet I, like many, was fascinated by the mystery of who is Satoshi Nakamoto and who didn't love, even in 2011, the story of the developer who famously bought pizza for 10,000 Bitcoin. Or only about a half a billion dollars in today's value. And there was volatility, oh yes, Bitcoin back then had gone from near nothing in 2010, all the way up to $25, and then all the way back to a dollar. Now, imagine if you had bought Bitcoin for a mere $1. I wish I did, I know people did, but I didn't buy. Then 2015 rolled around and I finally bought a few Bitcoin at $600. It was weird. I had to write a check and then there really wasn't a wallet and exchanges were hard to use. This cryptocurrency industry is doomed, I thought. And well, maybe it was a little sour grapes. Maybe made me feel better since I had missed out having had chances to buy at a dollar, $10, $100, etc. Then 2017 rolled around, and the crypto thrill was beginning to pump again. But instead of buying Bitcoin and Ethereum and hodling, I tried mining. Yes, I set up 10 rigs in my basement gym. The riches would be pouring in. So I thought... Not quite. What I got instead was sauna-like temperatures in my downstairs basement, lots of computer maintenance, and a very, very angry wife. My electricity bill was staggering, but hey, that's what I get for trying to mine crypto in the cushy west side suburbs of Los Angeles. If only I had a geothermal vent underneath my house. And when the crypto market crashed over 2018, I sold most and sat it out. This cryptocurrency industry is doomed, I thought. Then 2020 rolled around and the crypto thrill was beginning to pump yet again. And this time, I didn't build miners. I built my own community of crypto enthusiasts. Our 30-person crypto and coffee chat group is a far cry from the millions watching some of these YouTube crypto pumpers online. But we could honestly share our wins, home runs, near misses, and losses together. It was as if talking about tokens replaced talking about sports. And what was different was I was sharing with others on how to make money and others were sharing with me and the group on how to make money. And at one point, I was a DeFi evangelist, touting automatic market making on DEXs like Uniswap because it was so hard to use. And I felt like a champ, leading our team to victory. So today, crypto is as much about the promise of a glorious digital decentralized future as it is about bringing together communities of other dreamers, I mean, crypto addicts, like myself, hoping to ride the volatility wave so that one day we can all reminisce when Bitcoin was a mere $1 million.
0: You've been listening to the Crypto for Newborns podcast, where we take baby steps around the block. I'm your host, Biff Lurie. Thanks for tuning in.